IDC Radio. Ben Trubir. 106.2 FM. This is Part of Your World at the IDC International Radio, 106.2 FM. I'm your host, Tali, and I'm here with my co-host, Shiri. Shiri, what's up? Hey, Tali. So, welcome all our viewers to our second season. So Ooh, exciting. Yes. Uh, we are back in studios, which we're really excited about. Yeah. Last year, uh, when we recorded season one, it was a bit of a struggle to come to the studio, as we told you guys, because of COVID and everything like that. So, this season, I think it's chill, right? I really hope so. I hope that everything stays pretty chill here and balanced. And that way we won't be recording through Zoom (laughs) or writing episodes on Zoom because that was also not fun. Nope. Um, We are really excited for this new season. We have some things coming that we really want to talk about. We loved our first season. Don't get us wrong. But, you know, second season, we want to (laughs) improve. Definitely. I mean, we want to move forward, t- talking to you guys about the most interesting Disney subjects we can think about. Uh, this season, we'll probably bring a bunch of guests as well, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, we had a really good time with our friends from a different podcast, if you guys haven't heard it, in our first season. They're from Film Fanatics, Alan and Gal. We had a great time bringing them in, and we want to continue doing that with more of our friends. Definitely, yeah, that's our plan. We're also going to be changing one of our segments. Oh, okay, yeah. And I think we should tell our viewers and not leave them in suspense, but I'm sorry for all the people that loved our Easter eggs. The Easter eggs are out, we apologize. We're going to start doing Conspiracy Theory of the Week, I guess we can call it. So, if you haven't watched our first episode of the first season, we do talk about a bunch of conspiracy theories, but there are endless and countless conspiracy theories about Disney. So, we're going to be bringing more to you. And truthfully, I really love conspiracy theories. I think it's going to be a great idea to find the ugly and darkness behind Disney. Yeah, I know. That's really your style. (laughs) That's the kind of Disney fan you are. So, anyway, updates? Yes, absolutely. So let's start by the movie that is going to come out 18th of February 2022, which is kind of soon for a movie, uh, Sneakerella. It's a modern twist of the Cinderella story. It is a Disney Plus film, and uh, it follows a budding sneaker designer who falls in love with the daughter of a basketball store. So his best friend and the fairy godmother help her help, help realize his dreams. I am really excited about this movie but i also think cinderella is one of those disney stories that has been overdone exactly that's what i was gonna say and not even only by disney like cinderella has been done like many ways many like points of time like in the early 2000s there were like 5,000 cinderella versions one with hillary yeah. duff one with uh aria selena from pretty Go- little liars selena yeah. gomez selena gomez as well yeah um there's a lot of them I and they ho- also and they also did the live action with Lily James, which I personally love. Right. Which is an official Disney movie, not some, I don't know, other studios production. So we will be hoping and seeing, see the difference between this Cinderella story coming along with all the rest. Because I'm a little confused over what else they can do with it. Yeah. yeah but hopefully same. it'll be good. It's on Disney Plus, which is still not available in Israel. Um, continuing on to... A movie I'm really excited about. If you have seen 
our previous episodes. I am pretty sure I've talked about this before. Yeah, we But have. it's The Little Mermaid coming out May 26, 2023. Which is a while from now. Like it, a fair while. It's a while, but it, this movie has been in the makings for years at this point. Yeah, yeah. And COVID basically threw them back in their schedule and mm-hmm. finally they finished production which means like now you go into the editing and that takes a really long time and it's harsh and yeah but i'm excited i love the little mermaid it's my favorite original movie yes we know that i'm excited to see what's gonna happen also with all the drama that's been going around the little mermaid i think i hyped it up a lot oh yeah we talked about this in one of our previous episodes on season one so basically uh in the ethnicity episode i'm pretty yeah, sure yeah we did so basically they casted someone uh black mm-hmm. to play the little mermaid and there was a bunch of controversies about it should they have done that should they have not we support it as we, we said do. before we do we are excited let's hope that like it comes out as soon as possible because we want to go watch it in theaters yeah going on to my favorite part of updates it's been my favorite part we're keeping it because i love it and uh i'm the one who edits the episodes <laughs> <laughs> so um as of the recording of this episode it is november 26 and in november 26 2003 uh disney fe- uh, featured the haunted mansion in theaters in the u.s interesting i have never watched it but when i go went to disney world i went to their ride and i gotta say it's pretty interesting you know that the haunted mansion is the only disney ride that the ride was created before the movie really i didn't know that they made them the movie came out because of the fact that they needed a background for the (laughs) the attraction (laughs) that's that's fair i mean it's a very good attraction so i don't think they should shut it out anyway it's right it's a bit different from all the other attractions right because it was created just to like have something there and look at the fact that the movie came out in 2003 so the environmental efforts the environmental media association the ema celebrated the tv shows and films that happened that that helped move the sustainability conversation forward at the end of 2021 environmental media awards disney shows took several of the top honors yeah it's exciting we talked about this as well in episodes so like watch the first season i think it's really cool that disney is moving forward trying to be more environmentally conscious yeah i agree and the fact that they're putting it in their shows means that like kids are going to be watching this and like moving forward and Mm -hmm. like it's good because disney is such an influential like company especially for kids so whatever they say or do reflects in their behavior overall especially like if if they watch a lot of disney movies i mean it kind of creates a pattern and if it's a positive pattern then they will move forward in a positive way and we support positivity (laughs) we do definitely um going from positivity to conspiracy theories (laughs) And this this is not a positive one, by the way, because I'm sure there's some positive conspiracy theories out there. But this one is not. Maybe. <laughs> Honestly, I have I don't know any, but sure, go on. There, there's a bunch. You can always look these up. I have a great time looking these up. Um, but we're gonna talk about how Captain Hook murdered Ariel from Little Mermaid's mom. Ooh. Yeah. I heard this theory before. It's a pretty known theory. It is, yeah. There's some theories out there that are more known than others. Um, yeah. This one's one that, like, it's pretty known, but at the same time, it makes a lot of logical sense when you look at it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, 
in the little mermaid ariel's beginnings which came out in 2008 mm-hmm. by the way has 30 percent on 33 percent on rotten tomatoes we talked about it didn't we in our sequels uh i think maybe yeah okay go on it's been it's been a while since we recorded (laughs) um so first of all 33 on rotten tomatoes just saying i have never watched it i love them little mermaid haven't watched any of the extras no we talked about little mermaid too uh yeah you're right you're right because i was remembering the we talked about what's her face uh Um, melody thank you (laughs) (laughs) but anyway um so what happens in the movie <laughs> is wait let me let me step back so little mermaid came out in 1989 mm-hmm. and finally after 19 years later they finally gave us a thought of what happened to ariel's mom um it gave a heartbreak to a lot of us disney fans if you watch the movie and it's with queen athena was killed by pirates and then that's your sad Disney movies right there for you yeah and then in peter pan there's a, a little sneak peek i'm gonna give you a little easter egg here in peter pan there's a red-headed mermaid <laughs> we've looks, talked about this easter egg i'm pretty sure we have we have yeah uh she she looks like ariel so you know conspiracies here mm-hmm. um and then when hook shows up the mermaids in peter pan are obviously very scared and if you make the connections, Queen Athena, a.k.a. Ariel's mom, was killed by pirates. The mermaids in Peter Pan are afraid of Hook. Maybe Hook killed Queen Athena? It would make sense, honestly. I I think so, too. I think it's a good conspiracy theory. I think so, too. I like these classical ones, even if they're really well-known, because, like, there's a lot of well-known ones. And like, they make sense. Yeah. They do make sense. Um, okay, so let's dive into <laughs> the topic of today's episode. Shiri, do you want to get us started? Sure. So we want to talk about the future of Disney. Disney, truthfully, has a lot going on. Mm-hmm. First of all, the chief executive, Bob Chapik, said that there's no going back to pre-pandemic theater windows. Mm. Because, well, first of all, the situation with COVID in the united states is not how it is here in israel yeah so we need to think about that if you're watching from somewhere that isn't israel (laughs) i'm sorry yeah no listen most like israel (laughs) is a pretty like lucky country when it comes to not necessarily lucky because yeah the government fought for it it's not like something that just came handed right but israel Israel is in a pretty good situation currently yeah uh yeah. let's hope it stays like this yeah so this segment will be i mean if you're based in the u.s great you know what you're talking about but any other country just different than any other place yeah all countries are different yeah. so basically in the united states they're still trying to get the pandemic to uh, a standstill which you know is a whole different issue on its own mm-hmm. um but going along with that it's really hard for them to go out and record movies and keep time track like we talked about the little mermaid mm-hmm. um they can't stay on track as they used to because you start recording and then one of your crew or actors or whatever gets covid and then everything needs to stop yeah until yeah. like everybody's checked or recovered and it has to be at least two weeks mm-hmm. 
to make sure that nobody else has COVID and yeah. it just keeps going. And COVID is such a catchy uh, pandemic. That, yeah. Like, at mean, the end it, of the day, like if, if you, yeah, if you're around someone that had, has COVID, you're clearly in danger. Like it's a, right. it's a big deal. So it's not like someone's sick. So it's okay. Let's take a break till they get better. It influences the health of everyone around them, which means the whole cast, the whole production team, the, and, camera people and not makeup. just them their whole families and everybody yeah. around their social circle because one person gets in and it's an exponential growth from there exactly uh so it makes sense that they can't go back to what they were before because disney yeah. had very like we're gonna release this amount of movies and that's what happened and nowadays it's a little uncertain but listen is- in my opinion of every company that I mean, all companies need to adapt to COVID, but I really believe in Disney's potential, potential to do that. I, I really do. I agree. Um, in 2019, Disney actually released 11 movies, and mm-hmm. this is uh, pre-pandemic world. Yeah. I know, it seems very far away. <laughs> it does. Um, but, you know, with the uncertainty of the pandemic, they can't release as many movies as they want just yeah. because they're not recording as many movies as they want. Yeah, it's a process. Because we're, if you think about live action, horrible. But even like animated ones, like you have to be in a studio drawing and editing and yeah. doing all these things that like, you know, you can't just have like four people sit there alone in cubes. And be like, animate our movie. Yeah. Because, like, people need to work with each other. Yeah. So, it's it's a little confusing about how Disney's going to continue. First of all, Disney is one of those, like, six companies that own the world. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, they're not going to stop owning the world. It's Don't just so. going to be slower. <laughs> it's going to be slower until they find a way to adapt. Because, honestly, I think they'll find a way... Or if until COVID soon, is over. Yeah. But I mean, even when COVID... I don't know if this is not related to Disney at all, but it, just a quick opinion. Uh, even when COVID is over, things will change. Each person has a choice at the end of the day. Yeah. Nobody at, in any place in the world is being forced to get vaccinated. So, like, not everybody wants to. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, like, maybe you have a great actor that just doesn't want to get vaccinated. Yeah. And that's a very big issue. But apart from that, going to something a little bit more positive about the future of Disney, <laughs> um, that they want to let consumers' behaviors guide them through these times. Because the most important thing for Disney right now is to keep people mm-hmm. watching mm-hmm. and keep the money flowing. Yeah, Because they had to close down the parks for most of it. They can't let in as many people as they want into yeah. the parks. Because there's regulations. Yeah. Um, so they're losing money mm-hmm. when it comes to Disney. Of course, it's still Disney. Like, losing money for them is pennies. Yeah. But either way, like, any given company, uh, the customer should be a center of it. And Disney's no different. Like, for any company to grow, they need to be customer-centric. They need to take care of their customers. Even if, I mean, especially Disney. Because think of Disney as a subscription. Yeah. Disney only makes money when people go see their movies or go to their parks. It's not a one-time thing. Like, I buy a Disney product or whatever, and then I'm a Disney fan, and then Disney's going to keep getting money from me. No, it's a continuous process. So every time a Disney movie comes out in the movie theaters, they need people to come back to their next movies. And that requires thinking of people, what people want to see, what people want to experience, what people want to do. And that's something that I think Disney is doing pretty well, in my opinion. I agree. I also think that Disney released Disney Plus 
at a perfect time i don't think mm-hmm. they were expecting covid conspiracy theories maybe they were um i don't think they were but they released disney plus because they saw how much money netflix was making yeah took out all their movies from, from netflix, netflix made their own program but now it's working great for them because of the pandemic people were stuck at home what do you do when you're stuck at home you watch watch disney Disney. exactly no netflix uh, but you know disney (laughs) further than that all the movies they're putting on the theaters it's also on disney plus and also they have disney plus exclusive movies yeah which means you need to buy disney plus exactly you need to buy marvel including Mm -hmm. you need to buy disney plus if you want to watch the the movies and since disney is so customer centric and people always want to come back to disney they're like okay it's a small price to pay for the fun disney provides i also think that coming along with that disney plus is going to be we can obviously see it as how many movies and tv shows are being released only for disney plus yeah um i think that they're focusing a lot on this because when the pandemic happened a lot of people were needing comfort and disney is a big comfort for a lot of people we mm-hmm all grew up with disney disney has been going on for years and years and years at this point yeah so i think a big comfort was being able to like watch movies from disney Mm -hmm. and like continue with that also i gave a little sneak to this that disney plus is opening in a lot of different countries now Mm -hmm. not just israel okay they they're trying to let's face facts they're trying to take over the world (laughs) Um, disney i mean literally so what they're doing is slowly because they do need to translate everything to whatever language they're going to so slowly but surely they're they're trying to get it out to as many countries as possible it's increasing like if you see it every year it increases more and more because of the fact that they do need to get it translated into every single language it takes a while yeah the thing about being customer centric is that uh the customers pay Mm. and they they want what they want what they paid for so if they don't think you're delivering the service it's basically like if if they don't think you're delivering the service they thought they paid for even though it's not what they actually paid for they need to if it's you're not delivering the service you thought they were they were paying for then they're gonna give up true um also with the disney parks first of all they have open new attractions yeah. They always do. They open the Marvel Universe one mm-hmm. and uh, the, what is it, the Avengers Campus. Yeah. yeah. And um, that works really well for them, obviously. Mm-hmm. D- Disney's future, I think, is basically going to be the same thing that they're doing now. Yeah. Probably become bigger. They're probably going to keep buying smaller companies and taking over and literally taking over more than what we think they do because uh disney mm-hmm. um my hopes for for the future of disney truthfully is to kind of get more to kind of improve i'm gonna say because i do really hope that like disney gets better and better with every movie yeah and that we can see this happening and we've talked about this in our last season about how much better disney is getting with a lot of things like, yeah equality for everyone yeah they're learning from their mistakes and Uh, evolving with the world and i really hope it keeps going like that i disney is not going anywhere so we might as well be happy and accept our (laughs) disney overlords (laughs) (laughs) hopefully disney continues improving and the future is not gonna be all mickey mouse hats all the time everywhere yeah um even though i do like some mini years you know it's fun (sighs) Yeah, they really are. Um, but I hope that 
generally the world goes back to a place where we can go to Disney parks and uh, we can, can go to the movie theaters to watch Disney movies. Yeah, we have gone. They're not gonna pre- sit here and pretend we haven't gone to movie theaters since yeah. COVID started. I mean, we we watched Cruella and we were we talked about it here. Yeah, and um, we just hope that everybody can go back to watching Disney. Not just on Disney Plus, even though it's more comfortable, and I will agree, I'd rather watch Disney Plus than go to a movie theater. But I know it's not for everyone. Anyway, this was part of your world here at IDC International Radio 106.2 FM. I'm Shiri. I'm Tali. And thank you for being with us today.